0: Hello, folks, and welcome back. Um, just to kind of jump in and uh, start things going, I, uh, I recently went on a hike with a few of the dads and lads, and uh, at one stage we had we had sent the boys on a different route to ourselves. In fact, we just said to them, "Look, let's meet at the lookout." Here's the lookout on the map. The map was no, it's better than a mud map, but it wasn't um, it wasn't brilliant. We'll meet you at the lookout, and the dads went the other way. Now, to be honest, the dads at one point in time said, uh, "We know we don't know where we are, but we do know where we're going." And uh, in talking to Peter this morning, uh, you know, we've just been discussing a little bit about purpose and whatever, and, and it's got us back to on our website uh, the purpose and values that we have when we're we're looking to be kingdom sons and daughters, being missionally sent into the world as a representative of Christ. And uh, I don't know, Peter, I'm just going to throw it across to you and make a comment about you know, purpose and, you know, what, what's in the future and, um, you know, how do you see it and, and what's going to help us as we desire to be equipped to show other people the goodness of God?
1: Thanks, Craig, and g'day, everyone. First thing that comes to mind is that while purpose is incredibly important, purpose is never the place where we start. We always start with our identity. We always start with whose we are, the Father's, who we are daughters and sons much loved of the father and then we come to the whom who's who whom to whom are we sent and to whom are we connected but purpose is incredibly important like your illustration at the beginning about the map reminds me of an airline pilot who makes the announcement to his passengers i regret to inform you that our compass is broken we have no idea what direction we're headed Our altimeter is broken, we have no idea at what height we're flying. Our speedometer is broken, we have no idea at what speed we're travelling. The positive news is, however, that we are making good time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thanks for the humour. Or, or I've got a better one, uh, about the bloke who fell out of a 50-storey building and uh, as he passed the 25th floor, he was heard to say, so far, so good.
0: <laughs>
1: so, uh, you know, th- th- there's there's a sense in life in which many people just drift aimlessly through it and they evaluate how they're going by how they feel and they really have no purpose. So purpose isn't the be-all and end-all, but it is actually important. You know, Jesus clearly articulates his purpose In Luke chapter 19, verse 10, just after his encounter with Zacchaeus, it says, for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Now, that purpose statement actually highlights three things. It highlights an activity. It highlights a target and it highlights an outcome. So the target is the lost. The activity for Jesus is to seek them. But the outcome is to save them many uh, organizations actually get confused between the outcome and the activity and they evaluate themselves on the activity rather than the outcome uh, you can spend you can spend a lifetime seeking the lost but if you haven't saved any then what's the point and uh, so, you know, many churches uh, will have a mission statement, for example, to, uh, to know Christ and to make him known. And they can, they can spend all their time getting to know Christ and evaluate themselves on that. But if they're not making him known, then all they're doing is evaluating themselves around their activity and not their outcome. Is it, mm-hmm. is that my, am mm-hmm. I making sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just reflecting about our time on the mountain and, and how that kind of impacts just some of the basic things. Keep going, Peter.
1: Let's well, go. well see, see, the thing is that, uh, that that basically human beings love activity. We love doing things, and that's why we started with who's, who and whom, because our primary uh, reason for existence in life is not activity, but it's being. It's not doing, it's being. You know, you've heard, you've heard the kitsch statement, we're not human doings, we're human beings. And so because we are the fathers and because we are his precious sons and daughters, our, our first response is to learn to be. The biggest weapon we have against the enemy is not activity, but is actually rest. And uh, But out of that, the Heavenly Father gives us a purpose that is far bigger and far broader than anything we would ever dream to imagine for ourselves. I guess I was just reflecting,
0: you know, what, what would have it been like to be on the mountain or on the hill? Let's, let's call it a hill because mountain makes it sound like it was big. Um, but Anstey Hill. And we knew where we were. Is that where you guys were hiking? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We knew where we were, we knew what we were doing, but we had no clue where we were going. Yeah. That would have been more befuddling than going, we're not quite sure where we are on this map, but we do know where we're going, so we'll keep heading in in uh, an area that we think we have an idea of um, the lookout being, if you like. So, um, And it does remind me too, and this might be a little bit of a side shift, but uh, Robert Denali. I think, that, I think that's his name. He um, died, he and his son died. They're from New Zealand on K2, which is the second highest peak in the world. And uh, he was quoted as saying, there's no easy way around it. You've got, you've got to love that hard work. You must be at peace with what you're working towards. And so clearly for him, what he was working towards was the top of the mountain. And then he was at peace with the hard work. He was at peace with the things that were difficult, you know, two foot of snow, one foot after the other sort of stuff. And you can't get there by going around the mountain you got to go to the the point of purpose, if you like, or the, the, the destination, without the destination being so um, consuming that you forget about existing in the moment.
1: There's mm. a factor there, I suppose. You know, Craig, over the last uh, seven or eight years, I've sat with many, many people who are transitioning, not necessarily from one uh, sphere of church life to another, but transitioning from uh, a life of bondage, a life of captivity, <coughs> a life of doing into a life of being. And the one thing that has come up every single time is their frustration over this whole area of purpose. Right. So let's take a, a classical situation in with people who are meeting in, in organic church structures. Yeah. They've been involved in a big church, for example, yeah. and they played in the band. They were on the usher. They led a small group. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. And now they've seen that uh, a systematized, programatized, uh, slavishly oriented approach to life in the kingdom is not for them. So they have left and embraced uh, an organic way of church life. Back when they were in, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Now they mm-hmm. don't know what well, they are doing and the biggest confusion that people have is but what, what am i meant to do what's what's my purpose it's interesting isn't it because there's there's in, in
0: what you formally described there there's like a trust that somebody knows where we're going so we'll do what we're being asked to do or what is normal behavior for this particular culture without any engagement with why or where um and so you know to, to understand your purpose but you know to be honest, Peter, is, is it too grand a thought to summarise what that means for each one of us? How, how would you, for instance, to describe what is our collective
1: purpose? Well, I think I'll leave that for the next uh, podcast. But but what I do want to say here is if you are one of those people who are asking the question, you know, what is my purpose? And you feel frustrated with that. I, I, just, want, I just want you to know that you're normal. Yeah. Part of the wilderness experience, which we have talked about on these podcasts, if we haven't, we will in the future, yeah. uh, where we transition <clears throat> from Egypt to Canaan, uh, where where we unclutter or we declutter, where we, we learn to walk in freedom, where we grow in trust. Part of the reason for the wilderness is to help us find our identity, to be secure in our identity, and then to live in a purpose that flows out of that. Yeah yeah. yeah. So, and, says, oh, it's, okay. so 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 not having a purpose is not the worst thing in the world. It's part of detoxing actually. It's part of it's part of transitioning from doing orientation to being orientation and it and, and if you're listening to this and you don't know what your purpose is or you're confused about your purpose in kingdom life, I I'm not trying to be glib. I I do understand and resonate, but I just want to I just want to affirm to you that you are normal and that part of the wilderness journey is to help this transition from doing to being, and then out of being, we actually get given some things to do. It, it, there's, some, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of thoughts here, Peter, and uh, I don't know whether
0: um, the listeners are getting value out of this, but I am thinking through the idea that you know you can change one purpose that you may or may not have been engaged with to another purpose that might be equally as toxic, not to necessarily suggest that life in church as we've known it is toxic inherently, but... Um, we can change it to purpose, and then start treading out and, and working hard out of a doing motivation.
1: And that's why I think it's important to go from the twig to the branch to the trunk to the roots to find out because there isn't. There's lots of little purposes that we grab hold of uh, out of frustration, and we say, "Oh, that's my purpose," but but they're actually they're actually just smaller parts of a much grander purpose, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, has a grand purpose which he invites all of us to participate in and uh the key is to finding that grand purpose and i reckon that's a uh a topic for our next uh, podcast yeah look uh there's you know
0: when i grew up in melrose or when i was farming up in melrose we used to have the uh, six crossroads so you'd come to that six crossroads and you'd kind of twist your head off making sure there's no dust coming from the sixth direction it feels like we've got to one of those six crossroads and there's many different ways and pathways we could take so maybe we'll just we'll close off here and um and work out where's the best uh, road to head up and uh, discuss in order that we can be equipped to be sent out knowing our purpose and to live out of who we are in christ from our identity in him thanks peter appreciate it mate